Crystal Craven, a singer, a songwriter, and a worship leader who's passionate about sharing what God inspires. And this is your weekly devotional. continue on in this story and just dig into another aspect of it um, when Jesus was visiting the house of the Pharisee Simon. So Luke 7, 39-40 says, Now when the Pharisee who had invited him saw this, he said to himself, If this man were a prophet, he would have known who and what sort of woman this is who is touching him, for she is a sinner. And Jesus answering said to him, Simon, I have something to say to you. And he answered, Say it, teacher. Now, isn't it interesting that it says the Pharisee said to himself, you know, referring to that internal dialogue that we have with ourselves, and yet Jesus answered him directly. Jesus didn't come out and just, you know, say, look, dude, I know what you're thinking. But his response did speak directly to the heart of the matter. And then a little bit further um, in verses 41 through 43, it says a certain money lender who had two debtors. One owed 500 denarii and the other 50. When they could not pay, he canceled the debt of both. Now, which of them will love him more? Simon answered, the one, I suppose, for whom he canceled the larger debt. And he said to him, you have judged rightly. Now at this, Simon the Pharisee may have actually not realized that Jesus was answering his unspoken thoughts. He may have actually felt kind of proud at Jesus' mention that he had judged rightly. Yet Jesus does bring it back full circle and clearly shows him how it relates to his unspoken thoughts. Because then when we continue on in verses 44 through 47, it says, then turning toward the woman, he said to Simon, do you see this woman? I entered your house. You gave me no water for my feet, but she has wet my feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair. You gave me no kiss. But from the time I came in, she has not ceased to kiss my feet. You did not anoint my head with oil, but she has anointed my feet with ointment. Therefore I tell you, her sins, which are many, are forgiven, for she loved much. But he who is forgiven little loves little. Now, Simon had not only missed seeing the repentant heart and the love that this woman had for Jesus through her actions, But he had also even misjudged Jesus's prophetic ability to know what sort of woman this was. The thing was, Jesus hadn't failed to know what sort of woman she was. He knew she was a sinner, but his love for her was greater still. And his acceptance of her worship just speaks volumes. She also didn't try to hide who she was or any of her past from Jesus. She just came as she was. And Jesus is willing to look past our past and the past of others when we or they come with repentant hearts to seek forgiveness. Now, here's a little uh, game of have you ever, right? Have you ever been judged by others because of your past sins? Think about that. We probably can all say yes, right? As followers of Jesus, saved by grace through faith, We have been forgiven of all our sins, and we don't have to worry about the misplaced judgment of others toward us. We are a work in progress, 
we are being sanctified, but we know that the author and finisher of our faith is faithful to complete that good work that he started in us. And this also rings just as true to our other siblings in Christ. So one more, have you ever question? Have you ever judged someone else because of their past sins? That one might sting a little if you think about it. And if you answer honestly, it probably is yes. But do you allow your siblings in Christ the time and the opportunity to show the fruit of their repentance? You know, just being patient as you see it grow and then accept it as fruit instead of judging in a condemning way as if, you know, their fruit is just somehow not good enough. The Pharisee Simon here was witnessing fruit of repentance in this woman and an adoration and love for Jesus that was so incredibly bold, yet he defined her by her past. And then he ended up just completely disregarding the fruit that was evidenced. We have to remember that everyone's fruit matures at different rates, but we should never disregard our siblings in Christ's fruit simply because of their past sins. Your past doesn't define you, and it doesn't define anyone else either. A person is either going to be in Christ, in which there is no condemnation in Christ Jesus, and they identify with his death, burial, and resurrection, or they're in need of Jesus as Savior, in which they can be cleansed and find their identity in. But if they're not yet saved, judging and defining them by their sins isn't going to lead them to repentance. It's God's kindness that does that. Now, if you're guilty of defining people by their past, no matter how recent, today is the day to repent of this for yourself and ask God to give you just an eyes, a heart, a total perspective that he has for other people. For blogs, written devotionals, and originally written songs, visit crystalcravenmusic.com, and that's crystal with a K.